Welcome to What Women Want Today, a podcast for midlife women who are looking for inspiration and community with host Terry Cullums, former leadership consultant, speaker, and trainer turned podcaster and coach. Along with my co-host, who is a sought-after speaker, author, and a transformational coach, Elizabeth Correa is an award-winning entrepreneur with an unbelievable story of transformation and a contagious zest for life. We are so glad you joined us today. Hello, and welcome to the What Women Want Today podcast. I'm your host, Terry Kellums. And I am your co-host, Elizabeth Correa. Elizabeth, how are you today? I am good. I am good. I'm I'm excited. I had some great things happening today. I'm excited for this session. Awesome. I want to hear all about it. Yes. So I had some news today as well. I'm not, I haven't quite decided if I think it's good news or bad news, but Mm-mm. I was noticing, I don't know, a couple of months ago that when I would bend down, my knees would like pop and make this noise. And then I started having these periodic times where I would just be walking or doing something somewhat normal and my knee would get this shooting pain through it. Mm. Well, I don't know. In the United States, some some of the companies offer really crappy health insurance. And my husband's company just happens to be one of those. Oh. And so I kept saying to myself, I'll just wait till the new year. That way, if I need surgery, I can apply all this money towards my deductible. So I went to the doctor today. And he said, do you want the good news or the bad news? Oh, dear. I hate yeah. like that. <laughs> He's like, the good news is you don't need surgery. So I thought, well, okay. that's pretty good news. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bad news is you have um, arthritis in your knee. So it means it probably will only continue to get worse. He said, bless you. He said, these these are not the same knees you had when you were 23 years old. (laughs) Oh, Oh. okay. So have you ever heard, you know what acupuncture is, obviously? Yes. Okay. So my sister got kind of the same good news, bad news kind of Mm -hmm. things. She thought she was going to need surgery for something. She lashes, she has a lash boutique. So she, she does lashing full time, Mm -hmm. literally nine to five every day. And her hands were starting to really hurt her. And I was like, "Mm, it might be, it might be arthritis. I don't know. You know? So she's like, okay, before I go to the doctor, let me do some. And and it was, we do know that it was early signs of, of arthritis. Mm -hmm. She did a couple, I believe it was two, three max of sessions, acupuncture sections, Mm -hmm. uh, sessions on her hands it's gone. Oh, she literally doesn't have these pains anymore. Wow. I know other ladies who did it for their back. Uh, I can't, can't remember if it was feet, like ankles. Mm-hmm. I did it for my upper neck. I did about mm-hmm. maybe six or seven sessions for my upper neck. I mean, still I'm going to be sore because I'm on the computer all day, mm-hmm. but nothing in comparison to what it used to be. Yeah. So definitely look into acupuncture. I I will. I I totally believe in doing things that are, you know, not the traditional quote unquote kind of medicine. I, I'm not a pill taker. You know, I, mm, I yeah. don't enjoy taking medications. I'm always trying to look for the more natural approach to, you know, yeah. healing the body. And so, yeah, I will definitely look into that. Um, 
So one of the things I was worried about is I've always been, um, I shouldn't say always, I would say midlife and on, uh, mid thirties and on maybe I, um, I've always either hiked or walked, um, avidly or Mm. exercised in some way. And I was afraid that he was going to tell me to not do that because it was going to continue to, you know, aggravate the knee, but he did not say that. Oh, good. Yeah. He said, you're just going to have to learn the things that don't feel so great and just don't do those. And don't do those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but you know, I, I guess I'll take it. I guess I'll decide that that's good news because I really did not want to have surgery. I did yeah, not. I know. And that would have been worse, I think. Yeah. Right. So we have a couple that we're friends with. They were just here visiting for New Year's and she's had to have hip surgery twice in like nine months Which or something. Which is a bad one. Yeah. And, you know, so you hear people tell these stories like, you know, oh, I had shoulder surgery and my shoulder still is not as good as it was before. Or, you know, I've yeah. had hip surgery twice and and nothing really, you know, got better. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'll just be careful, but I'm, I'm glad that now, cause I was skipping legs day at the gym. And so I was only going like every other day to do upper body and yeah, I'm excited to get back into, you know, doing some more of the things I was doing before. I'll just have to, now that, you know, we'll yeah, just have to be more careful. So mm-hmm. no yes. more, no more boogieing on Saturday nights in my dance shoes, yeah. maybe <laughs> Mid- midlife, midlife, midlife crisis. <laughs> you know, I'll just say it's a midlife blip, but yeah, yeah, I like it that is, better. <laughs> it is a great segue into the conversation about midlife. And yes, what has surprised you the most about midlife? Oh, geez. Okay. So there's a few things mm-hmm. I'm going to say the top one would be how fast or quickly I can gain a few pounds. Oh girl. Yeah. Literally within a day, a two days. Oh yeah. And that never used to happen before. Like it, it, you know, I was, I mean, mind you, I am, I'm, I'm actually 10 pounds lighter now than I was in, in my thirties. And that's because I did you know, I, I have to now mm-hmm. I, I work out all the time and I have to, cause if I don't, I pack on the pounds fast. Like it's in, it's in our genes. You know, we have l- many family members who are obese, who are mm-hmm. heavy. And so I just have to be so careful now. I used to love eating bread. I mean, in Portuguese, it's in my DNA. It's, you know, bread. and I, I can't, I, I look at it. I gain a pound. I eat it. I gain three. Oh so it's gosh. like, and then yeah. I got to work out harder the next day. So that, that, I think that started for me, like I'd say maybe like five years ago where I had to be super, super careful, you know, because I just, even, even having a couple glasses of wine, I'm not kidding, Terry, I feel heavier the next day. Wow. Yeah. So I married my husband, Brian in 2016 and I was a size two oh. and yeah. And it was, Tiny. I was too thin. I was too Tiny thin. lady, <laughs> but I, I started, you know, I was, I, I had done the divorce diet before I met him. So I had like mm-hmm. lost a ton of weight when I went through my divorce and um, then after it started coming off, I was like, then I was more intentional about it. And, you know, you just kind of get carried away sometimes, you know? Yeah. So I'd gotten a little too thin and, you know, people were telling me I was too thin and you don't want to believe something there. Is there such a thing as too thin? That's, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. there is, there is, but there is, <laughs> I didn't want to hear it. And so after we got married and I was looking at some of the photos, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm too thin. Like, it's true. Like my face looked 
too gaunt and, mm. you know, it just, it didn't look good. So I purposely let myself, you know, put on a few pounds and I, I felt great. And then um, the year I turned 50, which was 2019, uh, my husband and I had moved to a new part of Arizona and I had gotten out of my routines of, I had like some great walking partners and paths and different things I was doing and started to get out of that habit a little bit, trying to get settled into this new place that we moved to. Well, one weekend we went to a lake just for a long weekend and I came home and weighed myself that next Monday. I had gained seven pounds literally in like four days in a weekend, in a weekend and a long weekend. Wow. And I hear about that at all inclusive resorts for like seven, 10 days, but a weekend. Wow. Yeah. And that's, and then I was kind of like, well, you know, I just, maybe I just got off track a little bit. Let me get back going here and yeah. started, started buttoning up my app, my, my, my uh, diet again and, you know, got getting more active, <sighs> but it didn't go away. It was like, no matter what I was doing, it wasn't oh. going away. And I would say, so I like really kind of sneaked into menopause. So March of 2019, I didn't know it at the time, but that was the last time I had a cycle. And then I turned 50 in September. By the time my year came around for, I knew I was officially in menopause. I'd gained a total of 13 pounds in one year, in one year. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. That, that's another thing is, you know, when you hit that menopause, like I don't have any symptoms, like, you know, what you were saying, we were, you know, kind of talking off, off air a little, Mm -hmm. a a little end, but I, you, your cycle stopped just a few years ago. Mine stopped last year and I'm 40, I'll be 48. Are you on 12? Are you on 12 months then? 12 months, no period. It's, it's going to be. So I have to go back to the doctor soon. Cause he's like, you know, don't worry about it. Come back when it's been a year. And yeah. I'm Cause like, a lot of women will early. go like, they'll go like 10 months and then they'll have one again or 11 oh, really? months. And then it starts the clock all over again. You have to be okay, 12 months that. without a cycle before you're considered menopause. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, it's going <clears> to <throat> be almost 12 months. Yeah. You'll be pretty young if, if it, if it, right? you know, if you really go through with that. Yeah. That's pretty young. I thought I was young. I thought 50 was pretty. Cause I, oh. I know a lot of women who say they didn't go through it until like mid fifties or even later. Right. And it's, it, someone told me once it has something to do with the age you are when you have your last child, but I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, okay. Early thirties for me. You were early thirties. I, I was 30. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit like, you know, I'm like, should I be concerned? Like that was pretty early. Like when, when it stopped for me, pretty much it's been almost a year. Well, I'd say about 10 months, nine months. I'm curious that how old were you when you started getting your cycle? Do you remember? Yes. I was about 12. So I wonder if that has something to do with it too. Cause I was 14. Okay. So, okay. Could be Who knows? Yeah. interesting Who knows? topic. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. I would I would agree with you 100%. Um, weight gain, ha- having little control over it, feeling like the things that you used to do to drop that couple pounds you put on while you're on vacation just don't doesn't seem to work as well anymore. No. We'll have no. to have, we'll have to have some guests on the podcast that can kind of address some of these things. That would be, yes. that would be interesting. Yes, yes. I think yeah, that would I, be. I think for me, like one of the things that's, that caught me off guard and probably still I'm in denial about is not being able to see. Like I had a sliver in my finger and I, I was like, 
try, uh, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see me moving my hand away from my face. Oh, yes. You know, like trying to figure out how can I see this little sliver in my finger? And I couldn't see it. And, you know, to this day, like I still like have reading glasses all over the place and I'll still pick up like a box or a can of something in the kitchen and try to figure out what that says, you know, what that little fine print is. But yeah, the eyesight thing. That is funny because it actually just started for me. Oh, it so did. it did. Yes. My mom was like waiting. She couldn't wait for me to say it happened. It happened, ma. It happened. So I started wearing reading glasses and it was overnight. Terry, yeah. it happened overnight. It was like, what just, I'm reading one night in bed and I've got the book as I normally do. And I'm like, <laughs> hold on a second. No way. So yeah, it happened, I would say about, about eight months ago, about eight months ago, I went and got, you know, got, got checked out and got tests, you know, all the tests they, they did. And mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, this is, you know, so, um, long distance vision, literally almost perfect. Wow. But the reading, yeah, it just started for me. And I have friends who they probably started wearing their glasses, reading glasses in their early forties. Yeah. I think so, that's more common. Yeah, so, you're, oh, so really? you're lucky. Yeah. You're, I think you're yeah, lucky. Like you escaped okay. it for a few years. Well, <laughs> you know, okay. Men, you know, stop my menstrual pretty early, but you know, got yeah. to wear glasses later. <laughs> Can't pick and choose. Exactly. <laughs> yes, choose. exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so what else? What else took you by surprise? Or maybe there's something positive that's happened. Let's go there. Let's talk oh, about something positive. Yeah, something positive. Okay. There, yeah, because you're right. There are the the not so positive, and then there's the good things. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm going to say my level of confidence and mm. knowing, knowing who I am, knowing what I don't want, even more so than knowing what I want, mm-hmm. knowing what I don't want, uh, setting boundaries. You know, mm-hmm. saying no when I want to say no, say yes when I want to say yes. Absolutely. Um, I'm also, I found that I'm also, you know, a lot pickier, which is good, mm-hmm. you know, not settling, even if it's, if it's a, you know, a, a business opportunity or a friendship or, you know, dating or something. It's, it's just knowing, knowing what I don't want has really, like, I wish I knew, I wish I had this confidence and knowing, you know, knowing this in like you know, my thirties. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Like I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say like, finally finding your voice, like just feeling so confident in what you know and being able to articulate it. And, um, yeah, the confidence is, is, is crazy because I have been a people pleaser the majority of my life. And at some point, of a switch flipped. And all of a sudden I was like, you know what? No, I don't, I don't like that. Um, I'm also very, I'm like much more particular about things at this point of life than I've ever been before. I like things done a certain way. And I own that. I absolutely own that. I I know I'm picky about it and I'm good with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, you know, like I, I get teased a lot about this, but I really don't care. Like I am a coffee snob and oh, I my sister's a coffee own snob. that 100% yeah. own that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it could be anything. It could be, you know, like I know that I like to exercise at 10 AM every morning and I don't compromise right. on that. Like you just get to a point where you're like, I'm not willing to compromise so much on these things anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that is so, such a powerful thing that I've um, really come into in my mm-hmm. 40s. 
hundred percent. And it's, yeah. it's, a, it's an amazing feeling, it is. you know, and not being afraid to upset or mm-hmm. offend someone. I mean, as long as your delivery is respectful, mm-hmm. you're not belittling, degrading people. You yeah. are, this is really, this is how it is for me. Yeah. And if that doesn't work for you, that's fine. And that's okay. Yeah. Right? I mean, a hundred percent you're, if you decide to set boundaries, you're going to upset somebody. Yes, like, you are. You're going to upset somebody because especially people who aren't used to you having any boundaries. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know this. Right? there's a person in my life I'm close to and I love very much. And she said to me after my divorce um, from, from my youngest daughter's dad, she has said to me, you've changed. And I thought, well, thank God, because for years I spent all my time trying to figure out who to be the, the person mm. I, to be, to please somebody else. Okay. This, this person wants me to be this and this job wants needs or needs me to be this. Like finally, you know, I got to the point where I was like, okay, but that's really not me. None of those things are really me. It's just me be pretending to be. Yeah. So yeah, I love that about this part of life where, um, you, you know who you are and you're okay with it. Even your flaws. Like you're even okay with your flaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that too, the flaws too. Yeah. I think that's beautiful to be able to, you know, identify what they are, know what they are and say, you know what, I'm, I'm working on those things, but I'm okay. Yeah. And, and, and that's it. And I'm a work in progress. I'm totally I'm fine work. with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wish I, you know, not wish, but uh, I, I could have definitely benefited from that level of self-worth and confidence in my, well, definitely in my twenties, but for sure in my thirties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I coach midlife women who feel unfulfilled because they spent their entire lives, you know, pleasing other people, nurturing other people, you know, putting themselves into their career, um, applying all their, you know, energies Mm. to their husband, their family, their home. And then they get to midlife and the empty nest kicks in and they're all of a sudden they're like, who am I? What, what are my interests? What are my passions? What, what does this part of my life, what is this supposed to look like? What do I want it to look like? Mm. And, you know, those are some, those are some hard questions to answer sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And this is, you know, I think it's so important for, you know, our listeners listening, if you are, you know, your, your early forties, mid forties, midlife to really, you know, figure out what it is that lights you up. Yeah. What lights you up? What are some of those passions that you've abandoned? What are those things that you liked in your twenties, in your teens, or it could have been just five years ago. It could have been Mm -hmm. 10 years ago and Mm -hmm. really just find the time to tap back into those things. Because what happens is they do leave and you become an empty nester. And then you're, you're, it's, it's even harder to restart once they're gone, because you're literally like, you, you don't know where to start. You're, it, it just feels so much harder. And then what happens, you get comfortable in your not so comfortable mm-hmm. box. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. And then if you're, you know, if you're one of the women who um, has reached midlife and, and maybe perimenopause and you're starting to withdraw, my mom withdrew, oh. she was anxious and depressed and it was just easier oh. to be alone yeah. You know, and, and I, I was in a menopause support group for a while on Facebook and I would hear these women say, you know, 
it's just easier to be alone. I'm I'm more irritable than I used to be. It sounds um, like my mom. Yeah. Or, you know, even um withdrawing from your husband because um sex isn't as enjoyable because you're you're having some vaginal dryness, which is very yeah, common in yes, midlife. And and they're just starting to like go inside themselves and they're not mm. leading this very fulfilling rich life which i think we oh, all can lead you yes. know yeah whether you're 45 or 65 75 you know and i think it's it like you said it's you know that withdrawing oh that my, my i'm watching my mom my mom's been going through that for years i think mm-hmm. she said she's still going through menopause and and it it's not it's not a nice place you know, no. to, to watch someone go through and to also to experience. So really catching it, recognizing it, you know, reach out, find a community of women. Absolutely. There are groups of women out here that are literally waiting to yes. love on you, to empower you, inspire you, to give you, you know, kind of bring some of those passions and ideas back to life and, Absolutely. and, and just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was talking to um, a former neighbor of mine, and she's a little older and I, I love talking to older people. They have so much mm, wisdom. Me too. <laughs> and, you know, I was, I was talking about the podcast a little bit and saying, you know, that I geared it towards midlife women because I, for a while, I won't say that's as true today as it was when I first started it, but I felt like for a while, like it was so taboo to talk about the things that midlife women are going through. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, here we are like almost three years into this and it's not as taboo as it used to be. Yeah. Um, but there still needs to be a safe place for women to come and share Absolutely. their concerns and you don't have to go through this alone. I feel like my mom did that. You know, I watched her suffer and I didn't really understand because she didn't yeah. talk about it. So, you know, we have the Facebook group, we have the private community. If it's, if it's something you wanted to share privately, we have that group, no men allowed in there, but yeah, Yeah. you know, let's, let's build a community here where we can support each other as we're going through some of these changes in midlife, even the good ones, we can share the good ones too. Oh no, absolutely. I, you know, I think we should even do, uh, you know, a session on rediscovering your passions and how to live a more fulfilled, passion-driven, passion-filled life. And, you know, if you're listening and there are some topics that you would love us to cover, hey, you know, leave a comment. We will be posting the the videos to these podcast sessions as well on YouTube. You know, leave a comment in the comment box below. Let us know, you know, or drop us a message in the group as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. Love to yes. to discover these topics and, and find some great guests to bring on or just have conversations mm. amongst ourselves. I think it's yes. great. Yes. So last week we hinted a little bit about um, a book challenge. So should we talk yes. about that today? Oh, let's do it. All oh right. yeah. I'm excited about this. How's this going to go? How's this going to work? So I was thinking we could do a three-month book writing challenge. Now for, yeah, if you've ever thought of writing a book, now it doesn't have to be a memoir. It could be, you know, whether it's fiction, nonfiction, it could be a children's series, Mm. or it could simply be something you do for your own healing. Mm, Absolutely. Very therapeutic. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's so therapeutic. And it could just be something you leave behind for your children. Like a it legacy. Be like it. a legacy, right? Mm-hmm. So we are going to write every day for three months and we're going to apply the writer's rule. So my, I took a writer, writer writing course 
at a college, local college here. And my professor shared the writer's rule with us. And I was like, that's so cool. So it's basically where the rule is you have to write for 20 minutes a day. Okay. Seven days a week? Seven. You could do five if you want. You know, you could take weekends off. It's up to you. So you basically time yourself for 20 minutes. Now, if the 20 minutes are up and you are in the flow, you don't want to stop writing and you have the extra time, then keep writing. If you don't have the extra time and you've time blocked that 20 minutes into your time, they say early, early mornings are the best to write or Mm -hmm. late at night. Mm -hmm. So if you have other things to do, the rule is you have to write for 20 minutes. I love it. I love it. 20 minutes a day. And I promise you, you will be so impressed and shocked with how fast you're going to get through those chapters. Yeah. All right. So today's February 1st. So when should we start this? I say we do this as an act of love, self-love that we Mm. gift this to ourselves for Valentine's. That is such a great idea. I love that idea. I love that. Show yourself some love starting February 14th, three month writing challenge, 20 minutes a day. Yes. It's going to feel good. It's going to feel so good. It's going to be so good. And we will be sending out periodically, you know, we're not going to flood your inbox, but we do have an email subscription. So if you click the link below and enter your email, we will be sending out emails, whether it's about a new podcast or a new interview, someone we're interviewing you, you know, interviewing and think, Hey, maybe you'll love to hear this person. This is the topic. This is what we're sharing, but we will also share some tips for those of you who have joined the Right Airs Challenge, mm-hmm. whether it's tips, whether it could be you encouragement know, tips of some encouragement, yeah. we could share blog posts, other videos, whatever we find that is working for us. I love it. We will make sure we send it out to you as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So we are really building a community here. We've got the two face. We got the Facebook page. What would we want today? We've got the midlife. Uh, Oh, what I forgot. Midlife conversations. Yeah. Is that the group? We'll put the link in the show notes. Yes. Um, Sign up for the email, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We got a lot of information we want to share with you this season. We're both so excited that you guys joined us today. Yes. And get get ready for the challenge. Get Get ready. ready. You know, let us know if you'll be joining the challenge with us, whether you send us a, a message in the, in the group or, you know, the comment box below, if you're watching this on YouTube. Even a private message on the What Women Want Today yes. Facebook or Instagram. That's totally fine. But yeah, let's let's do this. I'm so excited about this, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for this idea. I yes. am absolutely excited about this. Yes, All me right. too. Coming up on the podcast in the next couple of weeks, we have got some phenomenal guests lined up. We can't wait for you to join us for those guests. Please remember to share your favorite episodes with a friend on your social media and leave a review for the podcast. It helps other amazing women just like you find us. Yes. Yes, it does. All right, Elizabeth. I'll see you next week. All right, Terry. Have a good one. You too. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation as much as I did. If you'd like to continue the conversation, come on over and join our private Facebook group, What Women Want Today. I'd love to hang out with you some more there. Any resources mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes. 
You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at What Women Want Today Podcast or visit my website at whatwomenwanttoday.com. Please remember to subscribe, download, and share. Leave me a review. It helps other amazing women find the show and become a member of our community. One last thing for you today. You are not alone. You are worthy of love and a fulfilled life. Now it's time to go after it.